Hey everyone and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. I hope you've all had a chance to listen to this week's Wednesday special where we had on former NFL player, scout, and at the end of the day, a great football man, Russ Bollinger. We set a new scouting report record for length, but I can promise every minute is worth the listen. We would love to have Russ back here at some point, so if you have questions you want to throw his way, uh, let me know. You can send those over at rsafootball.com or jump on Twitter. Find me there at RightStepADV. Again, love to have Russ on. You can shoot questions there. Along with that, don't forget, like, subscribe, share this podcast. With that, let's jump in. Today's player, going back to the offensive line, and we're going to look at the pivot, the offensive center spot, Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas. A true fourth-year senior prospect that, uh, like so many, could use the COVID redshirt season if he chose so chose to. Uh, I would say unlikely at this point. Has plenty of snaps under his belt. We will look at that a little bit to go. Three- to four-star prospect, depending on what service you look at. Union High School in Tulsa, Oklahoma. His offer sheet, more of a three-star prospect status. Uh, most of his offers were Mountain West, American Conference-type variety. Uh, he had actually committed to Tulsa for a long time, January of 18. Stayed with them for a long time. But you could always see Arkansas kind of lurking. Uh, Ricky went to a junior camp, attended junior day. Finally, the offer from Arkansas came in December. It was just a day later, a couple of days later, he decommitted from Tulsa, committed to Arkansas, and he was officially a Razorback. A guard initially for them, played in all 12 games as a true freshman, made 11 starts, two at left guard, nine at right guard. He then played nine games with eight starts in 2020. Uh, all his time came there at center, the spot where we're going to see him in 2021. He was the unquestioned starter there, started all 13, part of an old line group that led the Power 5 conferences in rushing over 225 yards a game. That is a good number. With Coach Pittman there, uh, you know that you're going to get tough, well-coached offensive line, going to do the right thing. Ricky certainly appears to be that player. I expect him to be in the running for multiple national awards as it relates to that O-line spot. So let's get into his film now. What are we looking at as far as Ricky's strengths? Initial quickness and angles off the ball. Again, he gets off the ball. He knows where he's going. You can really see the value he has from playing and having his hand on the ball. He's got good initial hat placement there. It gives him a chance to seal lanes and control blockers. He has good strength when he's engaged and will position well to seal and win at the point. Again, we'll talk a lot about that. We'll hear that today for Ricky. Uh, sealing. Um, being in good position, getting there early, good hat placement. Again, all, all kind of marquee things for players that really know what they're doing you know, between the ears. Experience, again, he's played over 2,300 college snaps already in three years, and he should surpass 3,000 know, by the end of 2022 fairly easily. Scouts, coaches, general managers, everybody is going to have plenty of film to find snaps of whatever they want to see. Run game, pass game, one-on-one, -on -one, whatever it is. Uh, this guy's also a director of traffic. You can see he's comfortable on the pivot. It's often um, that you'll see him uh, pre-play, post-play, talking to the other offensive linemen, other positions, uh, talk about what ha just happened, where they need to be. Again, he sees the field well. You That just continues to show up. 
As far as the weaknesses go, maybe some of his limits, his athleticism is going to be really right on the line of what NFL teams want. Again, his good initial quickness, snapping the ball, um, is always going to show up. But again, anytime he has to redirect, match players, start making multiple moves to match blockers, you can see some of the stiffness, some of the lack of twitchiness, some of the lack of explosiveness shows up. He does play play with a fairly straight-legged gait as he works both uh, in line, uh, working down the line of scrimmage, zone scheme, power scheme. Um, he'll have to work on that flexibility. Head and hand use. Again, this is a player that tends to plant and bring his head and hands into contact together. You don't ideally want that. You want to block with your hands, keep your head out, keep the eyes up. Um, you want to see a tough punch to shock and shed. Again, you don't see that a ton. This is a guy that just wants to get his hands on and control with position. It's not going to create a ton of movement with strength and power. Um, again, you start looking at lower body. Again, it makes sense. He may need to still develop there. Uh, again, one of the things that surprised me on this player, he's got a very active snapping hand down in his stance pre-snap. Uh, I think he's going to have to calm that snapping hand down. Honestly, I'm surprised he gets away with it at the college level. Again, you'll see a slight twitch. You'll see him twisting the ball a little bit. You'll occasionally see some D-linemen, linebackers, point and reacting to it, uh, but you don't see it getting called. I fully expect that would be getting called at the NFL level. Uh, again, one of those things, that a pro scout, somebody advancing, you're going to have your coaches tip uh, referees off to that. That way, you know, you got to keep that hand nice and calm. That way, those defensive linemen can get a jump as, as soon as that ball goes. So, what do we see on film? We see a 6'3 player. You know, he's probably looking around 310 to 315, 32 and a half inch arms, uh, a right handed snapping offensive center that, from an athletic standpoint, is again going to be right on the line at center and at guard. Um, has the frame and body type to be looked at as a swing interior player. Again, that 315, if he can stay there, again, that's going to give him enough girth to, you know, anchor down at guard in some spots. Uh, 32 and a half inch arms. It's okay at center, just okay at guard as well. Uh, but again, the fact that he's played both, uh, knows what he's doing, it's going to keep him on boards. Good initial quickness, smarts, and angles are always going to give him a chance on every play. This player takes advantage of being one of the guys that snaps the ball. He's rarely going to let a D lineman overtake him or beat him to a spot. First two snap steps from his stance are always going to give him a chance. After that, you're looking at a pretty limited athlete that's going to you know, struggle to adjust and make plays on the move. Would like to see more bend, more flexibility in his stance. Uh, that's going to allow him to main, maintain contact and zone schemes on the move. Again, mostly a seal and position blocker. He's going to get it that done, but after that, it's going to be a struggle. Again, initial angles to the second level are good, but again, you see fast linebackers shooting underneath him. You see players with good smarts getting over the top quickly. Uh, he needs the play defined. He needs tracks. He needs uh, to know what's going to go on. Good strain, not the relentless nasty and grit of a guy you think in the NFL like Ryan Jensen, who's constantly getting after defensive linemen, but he's not going to back down either. Not a tone setter, uh, but he's going to be the smartest guy. You pair him up with a nasty offensive guard, and you're going to be happy with what you have at center. Again, in the past game, this guy's going to beat rushers to the spot. Sufficient hand use. Again, comes back to that winning initially with his position. Again, this is another spot where you see him hopping a little bit. You know, he puts both feet in the ground, head and hands into contact together. Again, just sufficient anchor. Anytime he has to start moving, adjusting, he catches contact, can get uh, can get knocked back just a little bit. But he does well for stunts and games. Again, 
all comes back to what he has between his ears. Smart player. Very consistent game. You see it quickly when you're watching his film. You know what kind of film you're going to be watching for the most part. Um, you you know, burn a lot of tape and see a lot of the same tape with uh, this player. So who are some of my comparisons? Start with a guy like Luke Fortner. Third round pick out of Kentucky. Um, another guy, Luke, was really kind of on the line athletically. Been a longtime guard there at Kentucky. Center for a year. Good player. Um, again, you start looking at the athlete, and it's right on the edge, but a very, very smart football player. Again, both guys fit that bill. Always going to give himself a chance. Throw another guy, slightly different measurables, but Doug Kramer out of Illinois, sixth round pick. So you see a little bit of a range there. Uh, Ricky, better size, uh, gives him better guard flexibility than a guy like Doug. Um, again, it was a little bit of a surprise when you see Doug's name called in the six, really is kind of a center only, going to struggle to play guard. But again, a reliable, smart, good college player with a few limits. Last one, another Midwest guy going back a couple years, Tyler Biotish out of Wisconsin, a fourth-round pick in 2020 of the Cowboys. Again, this was a highly rated guy that was on all the awards list, um, part of the good offensive lines there, smart, capable, functional, maybe slightly less size than Ricky has, but again, consistent, knows how to play offensive line, well-coached. So where do I see this player in the NFL? For me, it was personally a struggle to put this guy um, in the sixth round, I think a sixth, seventh round area. But based on the names I just read off, his you know background, who he's coached by, all these things, again, I could see him going early day three. Um, you start to factor in his experience, his inside flex at guard center. Again, that O-line that he plays with, the head coach. If a team wants that small, uh, smart, albeit athletically borderline player, uh, he's going to end up going higher than I expect. Uh, from a trait standpoint, this is a guy that's always going to ride the fence, always going to want more. Scouts are going to want more, but intangibles, coaches are going to love him. The right coach, the right scheme is going to find a great spot for this player. So... I'm going to say right now, fifth round, I think in the league where the run game, especially stretch zone, is a little less important. You know, pass protection is key. Getting people lined up in the right spots is important. I think a fifth round is a good spot. So good luck, Ricky. Suey Pig, have a great year. Um, don't forget, make suggestions on future players you want to hear for our uh, or topics for our Wednesday special. Head over to rsafootball.com or find me on Twitter at RightStepADV. Like, subscribe, share, get this podcast out there. We are wading deeper into the preseason games and getting closer to college kickoff. Take every bit of reporting on camps, NFL or college with a grain or sometimes a little bit more salt. And as always, keep scouting.